Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Megan. Hi, Giselle. Happy 2024. Oh my God. Crazy. I can't believe we're here. I mean, it really did just kind of feel like another day this year. It Um, did. Which is, I I guess, fine and growing up. (laughs) I know it is. I I feel like it was like the most low key we've we've been on a new year, which is always good. We were together. We watched, went back and forth between um, Andy and Anderson. Yeah, uh, I think next year we need to make a decision (laughs) and stick with one. Um, I know it's hard. It's like the the commentary is better on Andy and Anderson, but the guests were not it. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, it's never been my favorite holiday. So, um, I'm just happy to have some food, have some wine and be in bed by like, I mean, of course, like I hit all of the traffic leaving the city and and going back into the city that night. So I didn't get home until like (laughs) after one, right. I was like falling asleep in the car, but what are you going to do? It's New York, baby. It's New York, baby, the city that never sleeps. Um, sorry, everyone. Except it does. Except it, we are sleeping. It is sleeping sometimes. I feel like as we get older, like sleep is coveted. Every time I wake up recently, it's like, I'm like, I didn't, how? How has it already been like seven, six, seven, eight hours? Like, I, I feel like I'm always tired. Always tired. Don't steal my my bio, Giselle. I know. I was thinking about you're truly always tired. Um, But I've also, we didn't record last week because I've been ill, everyone. I have been ill. I'm still like, I'm I'm feeling a lot better. I feel like I'm on the the absolute come up. I still have this pesky cough that won't leave my body fully. But every single day, it gets better and better. So that is why we were gone last week. But we are back this week with much excitement excitement and anticipation <laughs> i know there's um there's a lot of foot isn't there there is a lot of foot i feel like movies are a foot we have seen many many movies in the last few weeks uh since i guess since we've been back to the city um the golden globes happened which was very big uh Mean Girls is Upon Us, which, you know, has had some mixed reviews I've heard from from sources. Oh, really? What are your sources? My sources are random people on TikTok, but I suppose we, oh. can, just, we can just start with Mean Girls since we're talking about it. Um, they've been they've been promoting. We've had lots of videos. We've had lots of interviews. Renee has been in questionable outfits. Um, but they have been promoting this movie. And how are you feeling? What are you anticipating for the Mean Girls movie, Megan? Um, I am anticipating liking it, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. I I haven't really found many movies that I haven't liked this year. to be mm-hmm. or Like this season, if we want to call it that. Even though I guess Mean Girls would be, if it were ever to get nominated for awards, it would be for next year. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I really enjoyed the Broadway show. I think I think I'm in this era of like of like I I always say like famously 
I'm nothing if not a hater. Like, I, I will hate on something. Yeah. But I find, speaking of being tired all the time, that I'm, like, tired of hating. Like, yeah. I'm just in this era of, like, just enjoy things for what they are. And, like, if they're bad, they're bad. And then you yeah. can hate. But, like, I'm just finding, like, everyone is looking, I feel like, for a reason to dislike something these days. You know mm. what I mean? Totally. And, like, I'm I'm rebelling against that i love that i'm with you i feel like there's not enough fun these days like especially with just like even the echo chamber of like tiktok and like twitter and everything like everyone has an opinion which sometimes like i don't need everyone's opinions like because everyone wants to say something and everyone wants to be controversial and it's like imagine just like going to a movie talking about it with your friends and like going home like i understand we talk about it to y'all but like we have people who want to listen so therefore yeah. we, we talk about it. But like, I agree. I feel like this is true with like a lot of things recently. Like, and I, I said this when I was talking about Letterboxd because we all, well, me and Meg both have like Letterboxd accounts and we do our silly little reviews and like this year. And honestly, like in general, I'm just like rating off of vibes. Like, how do I feel? I don't care what anyone else feels. Like, how do I feel about a film? And if it made me happy, fucking four, four to five stars. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I think what's funny, Giselle, is that I don't think we've we've recorded a regular episode since we saw Saltburn around Thanksgiving because I don't yeah. think we recorded like at all in December. And I think that's like the number one example of of this. Like the critics like were very mixed on it, which like uh-huh. fine. Um, but I think there's like this this narrative about Saltburn that like oh my god like what was it even saying about class and like what was it even like what what does this even mean coming from emerald fennel who's like a society like you know like this was like a socialite in london in like the early aughts like as like really comes from a really rich family it's like what is this and it's like what if what if what if it's just a good fun vibey movie like Um, what if it's not oscar caliber but also it's just entertaining what if jacob lordy is hot and i like to look at him and the imagine. whole movie is about person being obsessed with Jacob Elordi. Like, imagine it's about Rosamund Pike being cunty and iconic. Like, what imagine. else, you know, like, what else do you want, really? Like, it's it's been exhausting watching the narrative about that movie, 100%, given, like, when we saw it right before Thanksgiving, we kind of had a great theater. It was, like, a really good movie theater experience. And, you know, what what else do you want sometimes but a like a fun night at the movies with your friends? I, I don't I don't know what people are asking for, really. I agree. And, you know, I've I often watch a lot of like old movies because Tim and I watch a lot of like older movies and like older, like funny movies for. So, for example, over the holidays, I watched um, the movie with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher and Zoe Saldana that I can't remember the name of. But it's, like, the quintessential, like, she's Zoe Saldana's, like, you know, goes back to her black family, and it's, like, Ashton Kutcher's white, and it's, like, you know, they didn't know. Whatever. Funny. And then I also watched Meet the Parents for the first time, and then Meet the Fockers. I've literally never seen these movies, and, which I I know is crazy, but, like, I truly, like, was laughing. Like, I was chuck, 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 chuckling, giggling. I was having a good time watching these old movies. And I'm like, we just don't do that anymore. And I know, and I know that Glenn Powell and 
Sydney Sweeney are trying to bring it back and I have not seen it, but I don't know if they're the right people to bring back silly. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they are. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, I'm just excited and I want more movies to just be a movie. Like, to just go and be entertained for two hours and then like sit my little self down and like smile after. That's what I want. Harry Styles was serious when he said the thing about the movie is that it feels like it's a movie. Um, I mean, and I feel like there are a lot of movies that feel like movies out right now. And I really finally and fully relate and understand. And I think I'm saying justice for Harry Styles at the Venice Film Festival um, because he was ahead of his time. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like there's backlash to edit, like everything that's good eventually comes back around to having backlash. We're seeing it. We saw it with everything everywhere all at once last year, right? Like, yeah, the fact that it swept the award shows and like, and yeah, did it get a little ridiculous? Yes. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, did she need that, that Oscar? Absolutely not. No. So like we, we can, we can agree on that. Right. Like that, like maybe it was a little bit of overkill on everything everywhere all at once, but also that it was like a great movie that we enjoyed when we saw it and it had too much time yeah before it got all those awards for there to be backlash to the backlash to the backlash this is happening now with a couple of films it's happening with past lives which is so upsetting which is my number one movie of the year still yeah because of how it made me feel in the moment how i left the theater with you and our friends and after having like a really good cathartic cry and had so much to say about that movie and how it made me feel and you know People just love to, to in hindsight, be like, actually, no, that movie wasn't that good. And, like, why is it getting all these awards? And why is it getting all this these accolades? Same thing with Barbie, right? I know. I can't. There's, there's, I've seen, like, ten tweets today about how America Ferrera's monologue in Barbie actually was bad. And here's why it's bad. And blah, blah, blah. And, like, okay, is it not the most groundbreaking piece of feminist writing that's ever been put to page or screen yes of course it's right like of course it's not like no one was really saying that when it happened right when we went all went to see barbie in july and like let's face it 90 percent of people had a the time of their life seeing barbie in theaters dressing up in pink and going to the theaters like we were in the moment feeling our feelings about being women and and thinking about all the women in our lives like i feel like i we said yes. this when we talked about barbie in our re- recap at the end of the year and now it's like actually it's a dog shit monologue and like fuck america Ferrera and fuck greta gerwig and right like, it's like uh, and like ryan gosling doesn't deserve a supporting actor nomination for playing ken like i'm just like we we're given and i do think it's like it's the curse of like ha- a movie having too long of a runway yeah but like but we just like things happen so fast in our culture in terms of like, you know, 10, 15 years ago before Twitter and whatever, a movie would, it would take a long time for a movie to like actually have a retrospective. Right. And, and maybe you sit with it for five years rather than five months. And right. you say, actually, okay. Like maybe I was a little bit being a little bit hyperbolic about, about that movie. Right. But it's just like everything is so fast and things turn over so fast and it's like kind of exhausting because you can't keep up with like what's the narrative about this movie now? Like, do we hate it? It's the same literally it's the same with cancel culture and celebrities and like these minor you know, like more minor transgressions that celebs do. It's like, okay, wait, but did we hate that person or like they're already back and they're in something new and we right. love them for for saying this and, and whatever and it's just 
anyway, I know you agree with me, but like, no, the world just... should, the world needs to hear. I agree. I, I, I really feel like we just don't allow ourselves to like think freely and just like right. be okay with like maybe having a different opinion than everyone else or right. maybe having the same opinion. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Everyone. <coughs> oh, free I know. my sister. <laughs> free me. <clears throat> but like, it's so things that are mass produced or like things like that was the point of Barbie. We said this like, go girl, give us everything, Barbie marketing team. Like, yeah. you did you did the damn thing. Like, you did your job, and everyone dressed up in pink, and we had a good ass time, and we played fucking dance the night and speed drive and lived our little lives. And like, I love Margot Robbie doing the fucking every little Barbie thing on the carpet. Give me more of it. I'm living. I love the little interviews with little girls on the Golden Globes carpet being like, hi, Barbie. So fucking cute. More of that. More of that. More happiness. More joy. It's okay. More chooginess. Like, more cheesiness. Literally earnest. We are leading into being earnest this year. Earnest. We're leaning in. in. And again, it's like, and if you didn't enjoy it, that's also totally fine. If you from the jump found it, completely vapid and consumerist and like all these things then that's fine because it probably is in a lot of ways right but like I don't know there's just like this thing and it's like especially because we're both so online and I think there are probably people who maybe listen are listening to this episode like what are you talking about like there's no backlash to Barbie we're still in the Barbie era like nobody cares right but again it's like there's just this like culture of like oh you liked it like why'd you like that Right, like, and it's like, oh, you liked it? Bad. That's so embarrassing for you. Like, actually, you're wrong. And that, you know, like, that thing that made you feel this way, you're not supposed to, it's not supposed to be making you feel that way. That's not what it's about, actually. And, like, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, actually, like, if we just exist, like, if we just said to each other, like, yeah, you know, like, about about things like this, right? It's, like, I do think because there's such, like, a heightened, like, um political like everything's political right and it's like you have to have the same views as me or like i can't hang out with you and like all this stuff and it's like when it comes to like human rights and shit like actually like i'm gonna tell you you're wrong yeah but like there is just like this combativeness of like that like seeps into everything including entertainment which is just meant to entertain us and make us feel things that are different than our everyday life Right. It's supposed to like Absolutely. help us escape. And so if if someone liked it and you didn't, just let them like it. No, I Bye. mean, yeah. I mean, I know you haven't seen it yet, but even like because we're talking kind of about Mean Girls, too, and just like musicals and like the color purple and like how yeah. there's so much backlash to the color purple. Like, first of all, you dumb people who are going to the color purple, the musical, not realizing it was a musical like please anyone who's like why were they singing so much like what did you think you were going to see did you not see the trailer and also like this idea that musicals are like lowbrow like i'm tired of it i well that's the whole thing apparently studios are saying like we're gonna pretend that mean girls and wonka which we'll get to y'all we'll get to wonka oh my god and wonka and the color purple aren't musicals because they don't think people are going to go see musicals. And it's like, maybe, yeah, I guess like The Greatest Showman was actually a box office failure, but I saw it twice. So like a smash in this house. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, again, it's a lack. It's like a hatred of earnestness, 
earnestness. Yes. And there are people out there who genuinely just like do not like musicals and that's totally fine. Right. It's like then don't go actually. But also like then make it clear that it's a musical so that the musical levels lovers will go. Exactly. Certain people are just never going to like a musical and that's okay. That's totally fine. But like tricking people, they're going to actually be even more mad and then they're going to hate right. on the movie even more. Right. Like I guarantee you these people are going to go see Mean Girls and, Re- and fucking Renee Rapp's going to start singing Roll Burn. They're going to be like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Literally. They don't know. <sighs> but regardless, as you said, I also am very excited about Mean Girls. It's just the kind of shit that I eat up. We eat it up. I love it. Yeah. Give me, give me a fucking Broadway production turned into a, a, a multi-million dollar movie with a girl who I'm obsessed with. Yes. Right. Give me Renee Rapp. Give Renee Rapp a better, better stylist. But give me Renee Rapp. I feel like she's styling herself. I, I just, I, she's trying, I know, I see, I see what she's trying to do. She's trying to give us this like mask femme blend thing with her fashion. But I wish that it was executed better. It's not executing correctly. It's not giving what it needs to give. Renee Rapp is too, like, beautiful of a person to be, and regardless if even if she wasn't beautiful, but she is really beautiful, to be in these ugly outfits. I'm so sorry. No more. No, no more of it. This is your movie. This is, like, your debut on the big screen, and this is what you're wearing to the premiere? This weird long suit dress, pink, mm. black When thing. Sorry. No offense to her, and with all the love and respect that is due her way, Lindsay Lohan should not be eating Renee Rapp up on a red carpet in 2024. Absolutely not. But it happened. Because that's what she did. It happened. Lindsay Lohan said, I am here. This is this is my movie. She this- looked amazing. She looked amazing. looked amazing. Yeah, absolutely. She knew what she came to do, and that was deliver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, we will obviously but... have a review post the movie, but... The, the press the press tour has been on. Renee is really giving no fucks, though. I feel like she's just been saying anything that comes to her mind. Yeah, saying about how Megan Thee Stallion has the best ass she's ever seen in her whole life. Yeah, which, with like, Chris okay. With Chris Briney next to her, like, giggling nervously, like, are we allowed Literally. to be saying this? <laughs> Literally, like, going so rogue. He's um, too media trained, and she's so not media trained. <laughs> uh, did you see that Lola Tang is coming to Hadestown? Yes, I meant to send you that TikTok. We should yeah, go see it. definitely. Um, All the girlies but... on Broadway these days. I did love, and I don't know if you saw this, but the cast was on Hoda and uh, yeah. Jenna, I think, or, and I think maybe it was Savannah was there, um, because Hoda, like, and this is why I love Hoda, because she's so, like, ugh, she's good. She said to Renee, like, what happened to you? She's like, you are so different from the person that we had on the first time you ever came on this show, which was probably around the time she was in Mean Girls yeah. on Broadway. And she was just like, yeah, she's like, I trust myself. She's like, I, and I like respect my inner self and like, I like all this. And you can just tell like as much as she's, you know, flopping in the fashion department that she's like, she knows what she's about. And I feel like that's more than could be said for a lot of um, celebs and like stars her, her age and her, you know, at at this stage in her like rise as well. Yeah. And I think it'll serve her well. I agree. I just respect that, like, what Renee Rapp says, like, I genuinely believe that she believes it. And, like, mm-hmm. I I have more grace to people who are just authentically themselves because I know, like, I'm just like, yeah, we all fuck up. Sometimes we all say the wrong things or, like, we're just, like, trying to get through the day. 
And like, I respect mm-hmm. that she is authentic in that way. Um, and I, I feel like it's going to be a big year for her. I feel like she's doing the festival circuit this year. Yeah. Bonnaroo, Boston Calling. I think she's going to be um, ball too. Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, another big year for her. Very excited to see what she does. Very excited to see our girl. Our girl. We are, we are buckled in. We are on the ride with Miss yeah, absolutely. Renee. Um, okay. Let's move on to maybe just other movies before we get into the general globes. Like, should we go into a Wonka? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if people are ready for what we're about to say about the movie Wonka. I know. Um, because I wasn't anticipating this either, but, um, we fucking loved it. <laughs> I think five, five, did I give it four and a half, five stars? Uh, in- four and a half stars. In- incredible film. Cinema. Cinema. Like, sorry. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. You will always be famous. Star. That's a movie, movie star. Movie star. That's a movie star. Movie star. Like, sorry. A, a movie star in like a different way. Like, Movie star and like you can put him in like a big budget action film, but also in a children's film like Wonka, and he's like commanding each stage to in a I'm, way that's so authentically like real that I'm like, yes, I get it, I see it. And leaning in with leaning in with like no shame, no fear, just like doing the damn thing and like I'm so impressed. Like, I, Giselle and I were in puddles by the end. Like, oh my God. crying, crying, tears, tears, tears. Um, and, yeah. I mean, he may need to strengthen that voice before he plays Bob Dylan, but. Yeah. But also, like, we had it, like, severely undersold to us by Vera, like, who saw it before us. And, like, I feel like I was anticipating it to be terrible. And then it was like very good i thought i don't know yeah no and we saw it like we saw it on a sunday and we saw it at like noon at uh nighthawk with like children it's like the only showing that nighthawk allows kids and like we said this when we saw little mermaid also but there's something so endearing and like beautiful about watching a kid movie with children um because they just their reactions the way they feel they, the way they emote is, like, so genuine and, like, also allows you to feel like your inner kid can come out, too. Like, it just is, like, such a fun experience because, like, when you watch movies with other people, we've had good theaters, I think, in a lot of movies we've seen recently. But, like, mm-hmm. to just allow yourself to, like, let go of all inhibitions and, like, feel uh, your feelings is, like, so just refreshing. And I recommend that people should do it more often to is go to movies that you think are for kids because, honestly, there are... Some of the better ones out there, for being real. Uh, and yeah, Timothy Chalamet was amazing. Uh, Olivia Coleman, icon queen, we stand. <laughs> um, I are, I'm already a big Wonka, Willy Wonka fan in general. I love the other two movies, and I loved this one. I think it was like a fun addition to the lore of Wonka. Um, and they hit, they hit it out of the park. But I, I haven't seen the Paddington movies, which I know is like a sin. But it's by yeah. it's directed by the guy who does Paddington, so like of course they were going to be great. Yeah, Paddington and Paddington Two are better than Wonka, though. So like, get on it. I know. Please. I know. Thank I you. To. I've been saying it for years. The that the um, Paddington and How to Train Your Dragon are the two this year I will accomplish. 
two of my favorites. So. Yes. I know. I know. But yeah, if you haven't seen Wonka, go see it. It's so fun. Timmy, like, can't sing, but, like, honestly, like, it worked. Like, him not being able to really sing just worked here for me. I wasn't, I it's wasn't. It's not like they were asking him to, like, do Les Mis, you know what no. I mean? Like, he was doing, they were singing, like, little sing-songy songs, you yeah. know? Like, it wasn't, we weren't asking him to hit, you know, a high C or something. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I was just digging along because the thing about chocolate, is that it's chocolate? There's chocolate. And, and then, then there's, there's chocolate. chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> there's chocolate and there's chocolate, which is what we learned in the Wonka movie. And honestly, nothing realer has ever been said. Come with me and you'll be in a, a world, world of great imagination. Slayed. I hope no one turned it off for that because that was probably Slayed the house down boots. Slayed the house down boots. We were saying, like, do we think that, like, what was Stormy's review of that movie? I feel like, I very much feel like Timothy dressed up for her. And so she had, like, an immersive Wonka experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, wow. Wow, wow, wow. We'll get more into that relationship later. But wow, wow, wow. Wonka, (laughs) 10 out of 10 stars. Go see. Um... It was also nice to see Wonka because the previous two movies we saw together were devastating. <laughs> Literally me yeah. sob- sobbing in the theaters, both like just in like, as Meg said, in puddles, but like for completely different reasons. Yeah. Um, we saw all of us strangers feet, Andrew Scott and baby girl Paul <laughs> and Claire Foy and Jamie Bell. And then we also saw the Iron Claw feet, Zach Efron and Harrison Dickinson. Ha- Harris Har- Dickinson. I'm oh, sorry, Harris Dickinson. Get it right, Giselle. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not Harrison Dickinson. Harris Dickinson and Jeremy Allen White. Uh, I mean, I, both movies, I think we, we gave high marks as well. Yeah, I definitely think... Um... They were both good. I think they're both going to go overlooked for the rest yeah. of the award season. Um, Andrew Scott was nominated for All the Strangers at the Globes on Sunday night. But I think that was, you know, nice for him to get a nomination. I don't think there was ever any kind of chance of him winning, um, even though I think the performance was great. And um, the SAG nominations came out this morning and there was nothing for either movie. I think it's crazy that the Iron Claw is going so overlooked, but it absolutely has to do with um, A24, just yeah. not promoting it. <coughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I I was actually not even really interested in seeing, I didn't even know what it was until that one day we were sitting in the theater, we saw the trailer and I was like, okay. And then like, just because of, as you said, we're very online. So like a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of people. Which one were, are you talking about right now? Um, the Iron Claw. Okay. And um, a lot of people <coughs> were saying it was a great movie. And um, so I really didn't know what I was going into. And especially like, I think similarly, like Zac Efron, you will always be famous. Like yeah. incredible performance by Zac Efron, Zachary. And uh it was really cool to see him in this, in this way and like this big comeback for him. Um, and it was just a really sad story, obviously in real life, but like, I thought they did an incredible job of just like 
portraying this extreme sadness, but like grounding it in something and like making you feel for these people and feel for these characters. And like, even though it was about wrestling, like you could latch on to it um, and, it, and like understand it. And it wasn't super alienating, um, which I thought was really great. And yeah, the performances by all the actors were incredible, in my opinion. Yeah. For those who don't know about the Iron Claw, it's about the Von Erich family, a real family of wrestlers, basically known as like the most famous family in wrestling history. It's just also like, I don't really know much about wrestling. I kind of, sorry to fans of wrestling, can't wrap my head around the fact that a lot of it is staged and scripted in that way um as someone who is a competitive athlete for most of their life so yeah um, that part of it you know has always felt a little bit silly to me and i think um and what basically like tragedy just like befalls this family constantly over and over again in this massive way like just when you think it might be over it just continues and continues and continues to build in tragic tragicness um but Again, I think like there was acknowledgement of this kind of how seriously it's taken in the community in terms of like that these guys were like, you know, it was life or death mm-hmm. for this family and these these men. And um, that also, you know, like looking at it, 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 you know, there was a lightheartedness to some of the portrayal of it, you know, in terms of like the scene early on when Zach Efron is, you know doing takes of this interview where he's, you know, calling out another wrestler that's like his rival. And, and, you know, you see Harris Dickinson in the background laughing and like, you know, that a lot of it is like acting and like, and like putting on a performance. Um, And I think that it just like did a really good job of like, yes, showing that and showing it in a lighthearted way, but also showing how, you know, but also not making you feel that these men and this family were ridiculous for caring so much about it. It, yeah. it gave, it also like put gravity in the situation where it was needed. So definitely agree with that. Um, I think, I think, yeah, Zach Efron, I am really proud of him. I feel like, I, I don't feel like it's ever, I know anyone has ever said that Zach Efron's like a bad actor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think, like, I think he's been a bit pigeonholed into musicals and comedies, yeah. which were probably, like, you know, his choice. Again, like, High School Musical, Hairspray, mm-hmm. performances, amazing, you know, like, he's he's talented. He's a multi-hyphenate. And I think that, like, you know, then the logical next jump, I think he tried some, some, a few dramas, like when he was younger and they didn't really land. And so like the next kind of jump to get away from that, like musical, you know, vibe Mm. to be taken a little more seriously was these like hard R comedies. Right. And like, um, you know, like neighbors and like Mike and Dave need wedding dates and whatever. But then you get, you get kind of stuck in those. It's, it's something that happened to Bradley Cooper, I think. Yeah. For a really long time. And, you know, when he first started to take on these dramatic roles, you're like, oh, my God, like, this Bradley. is Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. Like, what's going on? Totally. So um, so it's really nice to see this happen for Zach, especially after, you know, like, I do feel like people are still bullying him about his face um, because of his accident, whatever happened. And he had to have his, like, whole jaw, like, re- reconstructed. Um, but was sad to see him not get a SAG nomination this I morning. I really wanted that. That felt like the one place he, he could get it. Um, 
but the SAG nominations were really were really silly this morning. Um, very weird. Uh, so he'll have to wait. But I do think like this movie is like so good. If you can, if it's still out, but I'm sure it's still out in theaters. Like I'd recommend anyone see it. Um, Definitely, it's not going to be you know like sweeping any awards but in our house in our podcast, house it, it really took the all the absolutely awards. and same uh, with all of us strangers I yeah and paul mezcal famously a favorite um of ours since normal people and just like very much like these four actors just kind of like giving a bit of a tour oh, de force my gosh a bit of an odd movie um yeah but but really emotional and um yeah love love going to the movies we're back in our going to the movies era we i'm are. back in my um actually reviewing things on letterboxd era yes. i had to go back i realized i had never even logged no hard feelings which we saw oh, over yeah. july 4th weekend um because i really was was kind of like giving up on my uh my film critic era but um we're so back and, we are really uh, back yeah um movies 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 and i mean the golden globes was a time to be alive it was a time to be alive i completely agree um i think the thing about us is that we love an award show famously love an award show so like immediately i'm feeling energetic i'm feeling excited i'm feeling invigorated going into the evening um the red carpet was uh, a mess but, <laughs> but it was still fun I think like there was like a weird white theme that I wasn't really understanding why Giselle how many times did I did I like scream into the yes. group chat like what is going on like there's something they're not telling us like right. literally like because what everyone was in like white or like off-white or like cream and it was weird it was really weird it was boring it was really boring and even like I feel like some standouts like our usual uh, carpet standouts, like a Dua Lipa or a Hunter oh, Schaefer. God. Those outfits were quite boring to me. I know people were talking about Hunter Schaefer, like her dress blowing in the wind, but I'm like, if she's standing like up straight and there's no wind, it's a boring dress. So yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, Dua Lipa also, like we looks... didn't even get any like bold makeup look. No, it was all very muted. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was just even like Fantasia, someone who's been like killing the the outfits on her like color purple circuit like it was a boring look to me and she was nominated so i was like mm-hmm. what why are we all dressing so understated and boring but yeah. you know hopefully we start to amp it up a little bit more as things go on but uh they made an interesting choice for um host this year <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the uh, controversy of this award show has had to do with him. Yeah. His name is Joe Coy, right? Correct? Yes. Joe mm-hmm. Coy was the host, which was a little bit yes. of a late addition, I believe. Uh, and he is a comedian that I was not familiar with before this time, this moment. Um, and he, to me, it really made sense that he was a late addition because none of the jokes seemed uh, rehearsed or landed. It seemed as though he was making jokes about these movies that he probably has never seen. Uh, read the Wikipedia description and went off of that. 
Um, the jokes were not landing. The celebs were not laughing. I was cringing the entire time. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna even give him the grace of saying that, um, he didn't have enough time to prepare. Okay. Because love that. Love that. personally, I feel like I knew that he was hosting for a decent amount of time. And okay. even if that was only 10 days or whatever, there it's not like he just did it himself. There's right. a writer's room for this. Always developing jokes, probably way in advance. Yeah. Um, and what's supposed to happen is then that the host goes in and like tweaks approves them. them, you know, like you, maybe tweaks them, not really tweaks them, like puts their own spin on them, like put gives their input. And then they come out with a, you know, rehearsals mm-hmm. that they're supposed to do and um i don't know what happened here um i think whatever i mean whatever uh goodwill we give the golden globes for now you know expanding their uh yeah membership and not taking bribes anymore and being less racist or whatever um they kind of lost it for me in this because i just think i i don't understand what what kind of writers room they had and what what they were thinking hiring this guy in this year after a historic strike for both the writers and actors Mm -hmm. um and really only in their second year back after you know like not having a televised ceremony the year before so again just really confused what happened i mean in in any in and i'd say the past five years right right maybe that's giving too much credit to us as a society but i'd say in any of the past five years if that barbie joke was made there would mm-hmm. be backlash yeah. so what are we doing making it in 2024 right literally like i don't even know it's how he completely thought that stupid and also again like you said it was like he didn't rehearse and maybe he was so nervous, but he, he was tripping over his words yep. and like, like that joke kind of came out and I was like, wait, what did he just say? Like, it was very, very, I mean, Kyle Buchanan, who's the head critic for New York times uh-huh. is always there and in the room. And he had a live tweet thread that he does every year. And um, someone asked him uh, on, or replied to his thread and said, is he bombing as bad in the room as it seems as he is on TV? And he said, on a level I've never seen before. In a show. So we can give the celebs half a point of credit for like not laughing at the jokes and being, you know, aware enough yeah. that they were bad. Um, yeah. And I just it think was painful like, to watch. Oh my God. I just think again, like you said, like making jokes about not seeing the movies and the TV shows, like again, earnestness is in from in earnestness in, in. out cynicism and hate literally okay like let's just be earnest about the fact that we're here to honor these movies and these tv shows yeah. and these performances as art literally and as so, much like, as people why are you shit on barbie like it brought people to the movies so like let's stop let's stop please I but just... it's not even, and it's not even that, not even just Barbie. And like, that was like the most, probably the most egregious joke. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh, you know, I'll get to watching the rest of Oppenheimer in 2024. Like, that's my New Year's resolution. It's like, that wasn't even the longest movie that was out this year, bro. No. Like, 
Like what, what, you know, it's just the way that Chris Nolan literally looked his, his face. Just like, I couldn't, I hated the second and embarrassing. It was, it was just terrible. Like, and definitely started the night off on the wrong foot. I think like immediately we ushered in Jared Leto and Angela Bassett, which like, what a duo. Oh my God. Giving breathing. And as I said, never thought I'd thank God to see, you know, or be so happy to see Jared Leto literally on, on my screen. But I do think like, there were some like very good moments at this at the show. Um, I thought um, there were some surprises, but also like it relatively like went how I thought it was going to go. Um, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. for Best Supporting was love kind of that, a surprise yeah. in a in a weird way. Like I love Robert Downey Jr. and I love his performance in that movie, so I'm like not really going to complain. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there was this like Charles Melton wave that was happening for May right. December, um, which was very you know critics driven, and I think again like people get caught up in the early days of the season thinking like oh we're gonna see a charles melton sweep and right he got snubbed at the sag awards and the baftas um may december actually got completely blanked at the sag awards this morning so i think it <sighs> hit a nerve hit a nerve with the actors about how an actor prepares yeah for a role. um but but also i saw some people saying like oh like why were we doubting that robert downey jr famously beloved human being right literally isn't gonna kind of run away with this a little bit so we'll see how it goes i mean critics choices sunday uh-huh so you know we might see something different there critics critics tend to go a little bit different but um but then we saw um devine devine or divine i think it's devine devine um win for the holdovers which giselle like i can't wait for you to watch it she's yeah. so good in it um just like really like and I mean, like, I completely forgot she was in High Fidelity with Zoe Kravitz. Oh my god, that's so, like, what I saw her the first justice. time. Justice. Yeah. Justice for that show. Justice for her. I think, you know, I've had this conversation with a few people. Like, I just feel like she's been kind of everywhere and in everything she the really last has. couple of years. So this feels, like, so right to, like, crown her and, like, you know, be like, so she's a star. Her. Like, we're doing this. Like, absolutely. Also, I'd like to just put in a plug for her. Like, fashion icon, actually. If you go yeah. to her Instagram... My sister is serving looks always. And like as a curvy woman, it's like even plus, 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 plus. So like she looked beautiful. I think that she always looks beautiful. So like I just want to give a shout out to someone who's doing fashion correctly. In a, in a, in a sea of people who are failing. A hundred percent. I just had to Absolutely. Say. No, like thank God. Like she's going to be nominated at everything, winning yeah. at everything. So like we're going to get to see the looks and I'm excited. Very excited. Um, And then, you know. Succession. Swap, succession, swept, swept, swept. Yes, which I think swept, we all knew swept, would would occur. Which is is is, well, is, is is makes sense. No, I do think there was a bit of a shock the other night at the Creative Arts Emmys. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, let's shout out Kiki Palmer won an Emmy. Yes, at Storm the Creative Reed. Arts Emmys, and Storm Reid won for The Last of Us. Uh-huh. And The Last of Us kind of cleaned up, cleaned up at the Creative Arts Emmys a bit, like mm, won like yeah. eight awards or something. So the Emmys are on Monday. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, it's uh, it's going to be be interesting, but um, I don't know. I mean, like, I have no issue. Obviously, you know, like, I yeah. love Succession famously. I have no issue with it sweeping. I and thought you felt the, the correct people won. 
like right for each one like i didn't know how many people were succession people yeah were nominated for each category but i think um they've decided that it's karen culkin's year to win for succession because you know jeremy strong has won yeah um but yeah matthew mcfadden can win every every award ever forever for me. okay we love um, him yeah he's amazing um did you see they were making people at the golden globes do that tiktok thread trend with the where you like cross your leg and then you high five yes 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 and then did you see him in it like he clearly they clearly explained it to him and he had no idea because he goes to like bow i love Ernest. that's crazy i love it um but but yeah succession for drama um the bear and the bear for comedy which like we're very happy for Io. Um, we love her. The Irish queen. Yes. Um, that's like the funniest joke out there right now. Um, she had a But moment. she's from Boston. So, she, you know, she is a, she's a kid. Yes. Um, but had a great moment. Thank the assistant. Yeah, I love um, that she had that and moment. I think everyone is like so happy for her. It's just like so great to see someone so universally beloved. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what, what happened in a limited series? I can't even remember um oh beef which i which i saw and and you were plugging loved. you were plugging i was plugging go on this very podcast steven young um, won so, and ali wong won yes and, and it won, won best, best limited. limited series yeah. it was very good clearly the golden globes critics watched succession the bear and they watched three shows. this year literally and shows. <laughs> you know what that's fine <laughs> they were good shows <laughs> they were so. three three good shows yeah so, so good for them good so for we'll them. allow it um but then yeah with um we saw paul giamatti win for the holdovers for best comedy performance um lily gladstone won for poor things yeah and then lily gladstone i mean like that's gonna be a sweep like clearly um she gave a good speech um martin scorsese was like asleep for it which is he okay yeah i mean he's just like 80 yeah (laughs) he's just old yeah he's fine um, and Killian Murphy won for Oppenheimer, yes. which Bradley Cooper, I'm so sorry. Bradley. Um, this you. is another, this is another internet backlash thing. And I've seen Maestro because famously, famously, this was before the podcast time, but famously we loved A Star Is Born. We were obsessed oh, with it. Obsessed. Obviously you all know we loved Lady Gaga so much. Um, and like, also if you didn't lean into the Star Is Born fall, I feel sorry for you because Literally. it was an amazing time to it be was, alive. We were blissful. From the moment the trailer dropped and oh we got that God. shallow note to the Oscars. Um, it was so with joyful. Olivia Coleman saying Lady Gaga. Oh my God. During her speech. Oh like we lived, we lived a life. We lived a full life. And, um, and I've always famously been a hater of Bohemian Rhapsody because Rami Malek won best actor over Bradley Cooper that year. And right. that is in my opinion, and Incorrect. it's been almost five years, so I can say this, right? I've given it time to marinate. Yes. It's still the wrong decision. Incorrect. Um, I think Bradley Cooper 100% should have won, and I think it haunts him to this day. I think Definitely. I think this was pointed out by my roommate, Katie. I think Bradley Cooper is being given the Anne Hathaway edit yeah. this year. I think that is such a good take um, because clearly he very much wants to win an oscar he has yeah. never won an oscar and um he directed maestro 
he's been going on and on about how this is a six-year passion project. He took six years to learn how to be a conductor because it's a biopic of Leonard Bernstein. Even though it's not really a biopic, it's more of like a, a love story. A, well, yeah, it's like a introspective. It's like a marriage story, right? Yeah. Like very much like lens on the marriage. Um, and I don't think my show is anything groundbreaking. I think it's. I think it's a good movie. I think. I think it. I think a lot of people think it's a bad movie. I can. I can understand some of the takes on why it's not good, right? Yeah. Like, I think there are moments where, as a director, he really excels, and I think there are moments as a director where he really indulges himself, and it's like not good. Right. And I think the same thing of his performance, right? Like Bradley Cooper is a great actor. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, is this his best work? No. I think. Um, I think there has been a lot of back and forth good and bad takes about this movie and again i think people have just decided that they want to make bradley cooper the villain of the season because he's he cares so he's showing so clearly how much he wants it and that just makes people haters right like you can't want something because god forbid you want to win something literally god forbid you you cared about something and put a lot of work into it and want to see something come out of it and I think the thing is, like, I think he's, I think this is all Rami Malek's fault for winning that Oscar. Literally, like, no. public enemy number one. <laughs> uh, Rami Malek was great in Oppenheimer, actually. But I think, like, A Star is Born was, like, pop culture entertainment, right? It was, like, this yeah. snazzy, like, you know, and it was exciting. It was this directorial debut. It had Lady Gaga. Like, and I think Maestro is just kind of like a bit of a snooze compared to that. Like yeah. not in the sense that it's a boring movie, but it doesn't have that same like snazzy. Right. Like, wow factor. You know, wow factor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's suffering from that. I don't think it will win many or any Oscars. Um, so we're just going to pray for Bradley. But um, Sending they, 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 they kept the cameras on him when Killian Murphy won. That I know. And... I mean, Bradley, you're a good actor. You could have you could have tried a little harder to show that you weren't devastated. Um, I know but he was. <laughs> he'll practice as the season goes. Right, on he'll ha- he'll have to practice. There's gonna be cameras in your face, Bradley. Yeah, he'll have to practice. Um, and then poor things won best comedy, which we love. We love that movie. Oppenheimer won best drama, which feels it feels kind of like Oppenheimer's probably going to yeah take that all the way to the Oscars. Um, I think. I think things could can shake up, but that feels pretty inevitable to me, and I'm fine with that. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but we'll see how things go as the season goes on. I mean, the real talk of the Golden Globes was the the gossip and the drama. And the, the drama and the, created by a, a messy queen. Selena I Gomez. mean, <laughs> Selena Gomez is the messiest queen. Like, where Selena Gomez goes, drama follows, and. If we have not learned that by now, we're not listening. We're not watching with our eyes because she just like is so unstable and like just creates mess. And like what she says, the way she handles things, the way she reacts to things, like it's just like so bad. She can't and she couldn't help herself. Like, of course, the thing is, is like, who cares? Like, it's actually more interesting to me that you are going over to Taylor Swift and Kelly Teller, who we can talk about. Yes. Um, 
and telling them that like Timmy wouldn't like or Kylie wouldn't let you take a photo with Timmy. Like, I think that that's more interesting. Like, let us believe that. Let us know that. Honestly, I'm kind of that's kind of iconic. Yeah. The meme is iconic. Her nodding in the meme is right. like very iconic. And of course, she had to make it just like that much messier by being like, no, like I was telling Taylor about two of my friends that hooked up. Like, are are we five? Like, what? No, literally. And then being like, I'm taking a social media break. Like, bitch, we all know your social media breaks last three days. Right. Like, you're and never, you'll, you're, be you'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. I just, of course. But Kylie and Timmy were there. We had a front and center um, view of them. I think, like, the literal, like, commercial break <laughs> video that was um, on the Golden Globes website live stream yeah. was, like, of Kylie and Timmy. And, um, and ever, I mean, like, if you're online, you've seen the video at this point. Um, I don't know. It's a bit silly, but I'm kind of into them. Like they, they kind of like endeared me a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I am too. <laughs> I'm like, as we're saying, like people just like being earnest and like doing what they want to do. Like two rich, famous young people, like deciding that they're in love. Like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Like Why I'm not? into it. Why not? More of that, please. Honestly. I mean, and you know what? The way Selena Gomez has been acting, I don't blame Kylie. Agreed. Agreed. I saw the, I saw this TikTok that was like, Kylie Jenner is a Scorpio moon. And I know for a fact that if Selena Gomez came up and asked, it was right of her to say, no, I don't think you need to take a picture with my man and claim your territory. And honestly, go off. Go off. No, I'm Selena I'm Gomez, kind of why do you Kylie. need a picture with Timothy Chalamet if that happened? Why? Why? Um, but in addition to all of the normal awards, I guess, bouncing off of that. Yeah. Um, there was a new award at the Golden Globes for the first time, which was like box office achievement or whatever, yeah. which they did to make sure that they could invite. I mean, that's why Karen Gillan was there, I realized, because oh, Guardians right. was up for okay. that. Yes, yes, yes. Because at first I was like, why is Karen there? Like, love to her, but like, why? Right. Um, Guardians was nominated. Um, uh, Mission Mario. Impossible was nominated. Mar- Super Mario Brothers. Um, Barbie. Um, Oppenheimer was nominated for it as well, which like, because it was a box office yeah. Um and the Eras Tour movie was also nominated because, of course, they wanted to get Taylor Swift there. there. Um, who looked great, I thought. Yeah, um, looked loved, great. Loved the green. It was a little more interesting than, than all the white we were seeing on the red yeah, carpet. Yeah, But she brought as her date Miles Teller's wife. Which I was like, wh- why? <laughs> why? I, I really didn't know they were this close. Like, I felt as though I was I had a grasp on the Taylor Swift cinematic universe, but, like, she really threw a wrench in my understanding. So, and Giselle has asked me to explain this to her already. So yes. I, I did. I did explain it to her because at first I was kind of like, I don't know. They're just friends. Like, that's why I, I guess she wanted to take one of her friends, which like, I'm like, Kelly Teller has definitely attended the Golden Globes before as her husband. Right, date. right. So it's like, it's not like it was like her Taylor giving this opportunity to one of her friends who like wouldn't normally go to the Golden Globes. Um. But they were sitting at the poor things table. Yes. Taylor and Emma Stone are famously longtime friends. Um, Emma Stone famously introduced her to Joe Alwyn. Right. Um, right. After they started together in The Favorite. Um, but 
Kelly Teller. What can I say about Kelly Teller? Um, I thought for a long time, because her maiden name is Sperry. Right. She's the heir to the Sperry topsiders. Right, right, right. Fortune. But I do think she's, like, an heir to a fortune because, like, her dad is really rich and has founded companies. But I'm not sure that it's the actual Sperry shoes. So if anyone has that knowledge, I, I did some Googling, couldn't figure anything out. So she is if anyone though. knows, she's very rich. And she's a model. She met Miles in, like, 2013 at a concert. And they were together ever since. Um, that's when I first knew of her yeah. was when she was Miles Teller's girlfriend. Um, she has a bad case of Instagram face. I know. Because um, when I was digging, I was seeing some photos of her from back then and different face now. But her prerogative, her her um, her money spent. Her choice, yes. Her choice. Her body, her choice. Her body, her choice. Um, <laughs> but the Taylor Swift connection comes in in 2021 when red taylor's version came out there's a song called i bet you think about me featuring chris stapleton on uh red taylor's version that blake lively directed a music video for that miles teller started famously as like a groom kelly starred as his wife brief kind of cameo appearance in the video um but at the time, there was, I don't know if you remember this, there was a question of if Miles Teller was vaccinated. Because oh, right. Right, 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 right. he's friends with Shailene Woodley, famously because of Divergent and yes. Spectacular Now. Yes. Bet you didn't think that movie was going to come up on the podcast but today. here we are. But here we are. Um, and Shailene Woodley famously was engaged to Aaron Rodgers at the time. Right. And it was all like, is Miles Teller vaccinated? So the Swifties actually doing... I mean, it's kind of no one's business, your vaccination status, but the Swifties kind of doing the Lord's work. We're like, are you vaccinated, Miles Teller? Yes right. or no? Like, are, can we like you? And Honestly, go he was he was forced to literally issue a statement that, like, my wife and I are both vaccinated. That's honestly <laughs> hilarious. And, and, you know, like, Taylor referred to him as my, my friend, my, I'm so grateful for my friend, Miles, um, for doing this or, you know, like, yeah. being in this music video. I am trying to think of, like, what that connection would be, but probably just, like, being rich and, like, in Hollywood. I'm sure there's, like, a person. Right, of course. You know, intro that. But since then, they've kind of been around. In the the circle. In the ether, in the circle. Um, But more recently, and I told Giselle this earlier, the rumor about Taylor and Travis is that actually very imminently after he attended the Eras Tour concert, in Kansas City on on or about July 7th, he actually reached out to someone who put him in touch with directly with Taylor. Uh-huh. Um, this was this kind of came out of the I think the Time 100 article. Yeah. Um, her being like, haha, like we were seeing it talking for a lot longer than you guys thought, whatever. Um, and the rumor is because Miles Teller is a massive Philadelphia Eagles fan, Philadelphia sports fan, he knows Travis's brother. Right, okay. Therefore knows Travis. All run in the same circles. Uh-huh. And that is that is the rumor of like who he reached out to. It would have been Miles and Tell Miles and Kelly Teller to introduce Taylor and Travis. Which would make so sense. If, it's like here's your reward. Was, right. Now now we get to be like besties, right? Like like you were already kind of on the outskirts of the of the friend group. But they were famously photographed with her on her birthday, like ex- entering and exiting her birthday party. Uh-huh. Um, Kelly got her the ring 
the like right you know, okay yes, everyone yes, yes. said was from travis and then kelly posted like the video of her gifting it to taylor to and was like at dumois or at melissa from dumois like fuck you kind of thing wow. which was kind of iconic and now she is was invited to be taylor so state to the golden globes so that's the story that's that's, that's the, all i got that's the kelly thank you i would never <laughs> have known this lore there's always lore. I told Megan, like, Unfortunately, did she just I invite her friend or like, is this some sort of lore? It's always yeah. lore. Um, um, but yeah. But yeah. Oh, Taylor Swift, uh, she is, she is everywhere. Truly. That is not a lie. You can't get, can't escape her. She is everywhere. Um, but yeah, that was really the, the, glo- the Globes uh, and Selena Gomez being messy with Benny Blanco. Like, it's just all a bit insane. I think no, we. I, I mean, think we will not be rid ourselves of Selena this year. No, but you know what the other T is that people are saying, and I kind of need this rumor to be true. You watched Only Murders the yeah, most yeah. recent season, right? The rumor is because you know Meryl Streep is now separated from yes. her husband of like thirty years. Is that her and Martin Short are together? Oh my god! Like their characters. Yes. Oh, Which would, would kind of be cute. No, I would kind of love that actually. Um, she looks and, amazing. Male street, and everyone's making the joke that the two, her two friends that are hooking up, are, are Meryl and Martin. Oh, I love that because <laughs> she was sitting with them, obviously. So, um, anyway, just just a whole bunch of chaos, but like entertaining. Thank you, Miss Gomez, for talking about it. Like you, you did, a, you did a service to all of us. Gave us something um, to talk about too. I I opened TikTok earlier, and Teffy was on there, and she was like. She was like, you know what, though? Like, when did gossiping with your girls not n- become a non-sacred thing? Like, right. it's a sacred thing. Like, let's, whatever. Like, Which we I know that they, the thing with. is, like, Selena and Taylor are real friends. So they have things yeah. to talk about. I would do the same with oh, my girls. Taylor is in it if she's still sticking with Miss Gomez after all. I mean, I saw a, a tweet and it was, um, you know, obviously, fa- very famously, there is a group of Swifties called Gaylers who yes. hold the theory that Taylor Swift is uh, queer <laughs> in some form, bisexual, lesbian. I don't know yeah. what they're what they're on these days. But um, someone tweeted and was like, "You know what? I officially fully don't believe Taylor is at all gay because if she was, Selena Gomez would have would have told us all by now by accident." Absolutely. <laughs> the way that that girl is just like can't keep anything to herself she would not she can't keep her hands to herself i mean she could but why would she want why would she want to don't 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 smash honestly uh but yeah uh we will see uh, lots more of those gals this year and i will be watching absolutely we'll be tapped in and Um, the final thing oh my god is uh something that i i suppose it's not too shocking but just like they really held on for as long as they could, I guess. Uh, and that is Rachel Lindsay and Brian Absolo are getting divorced. Yeah. Which is like kind of sad a little bit. I, I was like. It is a bit sad. That was like one of the only seasons of The Bachelor. Like I, I've tuned into a lot in like past years, but like that started my like Bachelor situation, like sitting on the couch in college, like really tuned into Rachel Lindsay's season. Like, obviously, the mm-hmm. Peter drama. Um, oh, my God. That season was, like, a good season. It was such and a like, good season. Not just because Rachel's wonderful and, like, very, like, was, like, good at being the lead, but, like, there was a lot of controversy about yes. that because there were so many people who were, like, telling her, like, 
you're never gonna be happy with Brian like Peter's the one and you let him go and blah 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 and all this stuff and then like you know I feel like that was like a narrative of like or like a moment of learning for a lot of people when she like actually got married to Brian and like they stayed together they were married for like six years yeah is that true I think they were, they were definitely like, together for yeah and it's like people were kind of having to eat crow to be like okay like actually maybe she knows her own mind and she knows what she's doing and yeah. I'm not saying that that her divorcing Brian her and Brian divorcing means that like she should she's gonna go be with Peter like I don't think she thinks about that guy anymore but um I think there was a lot of narrative of like they didn't live together like he lived in Miami and she was in LA and Texas and whatever and like clearly she's a career woman and yeah. good for her she's doing really well for herself but um I don't know the the ickiness of it all is like that he wants spousal support I mean I guess in some law version of the law or whatever like which like she was a lawyer and her dad's a judge so like I'm sure they can you know settle yeah. this in a, in a way that's uh behooves her but um it's it's just kind of like what are you do? you're you're like a doctor you're like a chiropractor, you're a full like, chiropractor are you doing are you are you not doing your job anymore <laughs> is that why you need spousal support but um but yeah it was it was kind of a sad one I mean like I feel like it was just I finally got to this place where I was like oh good for them like they make it yeah. work you know but I feel like Rachel, relationships too, are hard they are but like I do feel like she definitely like as you were saying like kind of set out to like prove people wrong and like you know like make this bachelor relationship work and like I have no doubt that they love each other or loved each other or, like had a beautiful relationship yeah. while it was going on but like it is just kind of difficult to find love on TV and get married to them and make it work. I think like what I always say about these bachelor couples is that like the key is like immediately moving in together and like maybe to like a different destination. Yeah, I completely agree. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's so hard to say like you move for someone and then to not like when things get hard to not like maybe resent that, especially in like such a new relationship. Yeah. So I feel like that's, you know, that was like the big thing with Nick and Vanessa, like she Mm -hmm. didn't want to leave Canada and like, he wasn't going to leave LA because like clearly he wants to be famous. Like yeah, look at him now, literally. you know, like with his podcast, but it's just, you know, I think, and I didn't watch the season, but Zach, who was the bachelor after the double bachelor yes, season, yes, yes. Gabby and Rachel, um, he and his, he moved, I think his fiance is Canadian, but she's a nurse in Texas uh-huh. and he moved to Texas. Oh, wow to be what I believe and like they're still together I mean like it's, it hasn't been that long but they seem cute she comes up on my TikTok sometimes and I mean who would have thought Matt and Rachel but like oh my god they are, they seem to be that that feels like an engagement are they engaged is that the whole stick they're not engaged but I do think they just moved in together yeah they live in uh I saw I they come up on my TikTok a lot I feel like yeah the the world seems to have you know it's long gone, whatever, all the things that happened, but they have really been holding it down. Absolutely. And I mean, the thing is, is like, she was like 24 when they were on, the, like, they never got engaged. Yeah. But like, she was like 24. So it's like, honestly, like more realistic to like not put pressure on it and get engaged. You Definitely know, like not. I know that show hates when they do that, but it's like, it, it, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. And we just had the golden bachelor wedding. Yes. They got married, um, which like, Chastity I guess. and her guy are still together, I saw. Yes. They oh seem very gosh. cute. And, and that also have... seems like a case of, like, I don't know what his job is. I didn't watch that season. But, like, it's kind of nice in those relationships if, like, one person's going to, like, be the star. 
Like, you know, because, like, it kind of is, like, he can kind of go wherever because, like, Chastity's, like, the star a little bit. He doesn't seem like he wants to be a star, which I love. No, totally. That's, like, good. You need, you know, can't have too much. Brian wanted to be Dr. Abs. Like, Brian tried to get a podcast. He tried to, like, do all the things. And it's, like, you're not the star, babe. Yeah. And then it it turns into resentment. And it's it's bad. But, like, yeah, no, I I think... um, charity and what's i forget Deuce, his name Deucin? but she was Doughton? Doughton? yes yeah something, yeah, like, something that. like that um but she i mean she was on dance with the stars she made the finals yes also i said so, this but like the the girl brit from dancing with the stars and that guy uh <gasps> date yes they got engaged i don't remember the but guy from um coda coda they're engaged and they're really cute and she learned sign language for him and i'm just like it's so cute Stop. I love it. I just, got, I just got chills a little bit. That's it's so really cute, and I love them, and I love love. We love love. Also, sorry, this is such a random side note, but you know who I keep getting on my TikTok? Who? Um, their sisters. The one was with shoot. The younger one danced with Harry, but I get the older one who was on Dancing with the Stars, Lindsay, Arnold. Yes. And they're Mormon. Yes. And I get them on my TikTok all the time, and I'm like, this is wild. Yeah, and she has the dot. She does her daughter's hair. Yes. Oh my god! And I like watched the full. The daughter's really cute. Yeah, the daughter is cute. But She's I'm just, so like, cute. You know the my Mormon history, so I'm just like wow. But then like wild. I got one, and it was like, are you gonna go to church today? And you're gonna go sit with the big kids? Yes. And, like this thing. I saw it was, like, this. What are you gonna learn? And I was like, oh, I was like, this is this is smelling like actual like. And like, they like um, all have. Yeah. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, they're Mormon. Yeah, definitely. Was, like, this wasn't just like, where are we going today? And she was like, we're doing my hair for church. It was like, we're going to church. Yeah, like <laughs> sister, prepare. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get that girl a lot on TikTok too, and I get a lot of the Dancing with the Stars people, like the black guy, his wife. I got mm-hmm. her. She was like, people were like hating on her and shit because like uh, she was like show, showing their lives or something. She was talking about how like he's not really into social media, but like a part of the thing about Dance with the Stars is like getting people to like you and getting people to vote for you. So like she kind of started doing it. And then people were like, how dare you? Like, it's not about you. Like you're just, I'm just like, let, she's married to him. So she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Like, yeah. why do you care? Why do you care? Yeah. Watch the content or don't watch the content, people. It is so easy to click unfollow or block. It's also like, I feel like everyone has this, this idea that like the influencers that they like that feel authentic to them yeah. are in it for the money. When in reality, the, everyone's in it for the money. So it's like, just enjoy what you enjoy. Literally. And, like just rem- remind yourself that like, they're using you for money. That's not real life, clicks babe. and shit. Like, it's let's be real. not real life, babes. But I'm still going to tune into my stories right. with, my, with my people on in my phone. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry to Rachel and Z. And Brian, absolutely. She'll be fine. Rachel Lindsay will be just fine. And I feel like yeah. she will probably have a, a, a man son or, or a woman or a, a, a human. Anytime. A soon. human. A human. <laughs> Another human. Um, but that's all she wrote, ladies and gentlemen. And, and they's and them's like and friends. That was a good first one back. Yes. Lots, um, lots happening. I'm sure there will be so much more. I mean, again, we'll have the mean girls review for you next week yes um and some more war and shows music. Under our belt. lots of music actually for next week wait really we have ariana grande <gasps> oh my god wait that's we have our that's sister sister waterhouse tomorrow oh my god. i did watch the youtube video by the way <gasps> oh i have to do you that you need to immediately tune in oh Honestly, i'm doing that tonight. i loved it i'm sorry I'm, i subscribed 
I am here for Suki's YouTuber era. Same. I subscribe. Show me Robert Pattinson. Um, we didn't see him, but I did subscribe. And we have the like the low key like should we listen or should we not listen, like Satanist little Nas song that's kind of scary. Oh, that's right. coming out this yes. weekend too. So we'll have to we'll have to see how people feel about that one. Um, we we don't believe in Satanism, but you know that's what the people are saying about little Nas, <laughs> and it's very scary. Um, but obviously oh, it's all God. for content and clicks, people. hundred percent. Little Nas sure. is not a Satanist. Lil Nas has always been about that. Right? He just like wants the whole, your like, Nike thing. Remember that whole yes. Nike thing? He dressed we up as in... a tampon for Christmas, y'all. He want or for Halloween, y'all. He wants clicks. Please. <laughs> um but yeah, so we have the all that music coming out this weekend. Amazing. Thank you for reminding me. I feel the Ariana like, Grande said, really we, is the biggest thing. We've been in a drought. I know. What will it be? Yes and Yes and. Um so I feel excited about that and yeah. I know something else will happen, about, of course. About the year ahead we have. I know. Popular culture. It's only begun. Screaming. And I'm friendship. Screaming. Yes. And life. And life. We're happy to be with you another year. Um, the one beautiful constant about this year is that we love each other still. And here we Always are. Always and forever. Screaming into our mics and happy to be here with you all. Much to come. We love you all dearly, but most importantly, love you, Meg. Love you, G.